Due to the mature content of this program, listener's discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning back into the Depths of Darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. We're your hosts. I'm Mandy. And I'm retired Major Hugh Jazz in your face. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. To <laughs> Welcome back. So today we have a real special, special episode for you. You know, hopefully... Yeah, hopefully you haven't eaten yet and you're about to eat as you listen to this episode because it's, it's, it's great. You're going to love it. <laughs> okay, so if you, haven't, <laughs> if you haven't noticed by the title, we are going to be discussing cannibal killers. Yay! So I'm going to start off, as usual, with the definition of cannibalism for those of you who don't know what it is. So cannibalism is where you consume the flesh of another human being. Simply put, that's all it is. It's disgusting. Yeah. Smacking those lips over there, aren't you, Hugh? <laughs> okay. Cannibalism is actually one of the things for most of us. It's considered so vile, not to mention disrespectful to the person you're eating, uh, that the mere thought of it can actually make people physically sick. I know just reading through these stories that we're going to discuss literally made me want to puke because it's, it's just gross to think about. Why would anybody want to eat another human being? I'll go into that further. Some people do. They like the taste of human meat. So, you know, gross. So, (laughs) today we're going to discuss 10 of the most disgusting and gut-wrenching cannibal murders. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive deep into the darkness that is humanity. And I wanted to start off by saying I got this article from uh, sun.co.uk. So we will leave a link to the article down below so you can actually read up on the 10 different cannibal killers that we're going to discuss if you so wish to. So starting off our list of cannibal killers, we have the notorious Jeffrey Dahmer, also known as the Milwaukee Cannibal. Pretty much everybody knows who he is. He was this little skinny, tiny, scrawny, blonde-haired man from Wisconsin. He had these big, giant glasses. So if you see the glasses, I'm sure you'll be like, oh, those are Dahmer glasses. And... You know, he was notorious for consuming his mates, basically. He was homosexual, and his prey, basically, his cannibal delicacies were men that he would lure, basically, to his home, wine and dine them, if you will, and then, basically, they would be his dessert, as disgusting as that might be. So, uh, Dahmer began his killings at the young age of 18, which is very disturbing, and was determined to have murdered at least 17 young men, between the years of 1978 and 1991. Basically, he would lure them to his apartment. He wanted to ultimately have sex with them. He would drug them, and then he would kill them. And many times, he would perform necrophilia on the corpses. Gross. And then proceed with consuming the corpse and different body parts of their corpses. Um, It's apparently noted that he would keep penises and heads in his fridge for, you know, later meals. Gross. So gross. I bet people can count how many times I say gross because this is just disgusting. <laughs> um, yes, ugh, ick. Uh, there's many documentaries about Dahmer, and I highly suggest you watch them because it's definitely interesting and gives us like a deeper look into the twisted mind of him. 
Um, he's a notorious, well-known killer. Uh, his crimes are extremely vile and basically inhuman. The, the, act, the acts that he committed were just disgusting. Um, it's said that when cops arrested Dahmer, uh, they found pieces of cooked flesh in his apartment. So he was actually, you know, eating the meat you know, right as the cops arrested him, which is even grosser. And they actually found one of his victims' severed heads in the fridge. So as I said, penises in fridge, penis, pe- yeah, <laughs> penises and heads all over the place. So what was he making uh, like popsicles or something? Oh God, <laughs> Fro- frozen dick for a cold day. Or no, oh. a hot day. <laughs> Ick. Um, Come on actually, in and have a cool one. <laughs> Gross. I got something to ail you for your ailments. Um, I actually mentioned this to one of my friends, and she brought up, like, a funny little meme. She's like, I like to eat dick. Literally, I eat it. <laughs> and that's, that's perfect for Dahmer. You know, he, he liked men. He liked what they had to offer, and then he ate what they had to offer. So, yeah, gross. Keep tallies of the gross people. Yeah, they're coming. Um, this next one I was actually not familiar with. I remember briefly hearing about it, but I never, you know, had any desire to dive deep into, you know, its actual backstory and information on it. But I do briefly remember hearing about it. So it was interesting to learn about it, you know, going through these 10 different creeps. So basically 19-year-old Austin Haruf, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, Haruf, uh, from Florida was arrested in 2016 for murdering John Stevens and his wife, Michelle Mission. John Stevens and Michelle Mission were husband and wife. The horrifying part about his case, though, was that when the police arrived, <laughs> you're already getting ahead of yourself, you. Um, it was when the... Jesus. If you don't know what that is, that's the sound of a growling dog. So we'll get to that. The, the disturbing part about this case was when the police arrived to the scene, they basically were confronted with the crazed Austin. He was straddling John Stevens, biting the victim's face while growling. So he's like, as he's ripping at the guy's face. Um, <laughs> and it's been reported that Austin was likely under the influence of bath salt. So that's what I actually remember hearing was, you know, the, the outbreak of bath salt from the guy who basically was eating someone's face. Um, and they say that bath salts were what caused him to go into a psychotic episode where he believed he was actually half man, half dog. Like he just went ballistic and was like ripping this guy's face apart. And he also murdered the guy's wife. Um, very sad case and very disturbing because of basically what happened. You don't hear it very often of people devouring people's faces. You know, it's disgusting. Um, later on, he was actually diagnosed with mental instabilities. So basically, it was determined that the bath salt literally tipped his psychosis over the edge, and that's what made him go psycho and rip these people to shreds. So that's number two. The third one for you, um, this next criminal, or next killer, I should say, cannibal killer, he was a well-known model in the U.K., and he was actually named Mr. Gay U.K. back in 1993. I don't think that would fly nowadays, but... Mr. Gay, you okay? <laughs> Mr. Gay, UK. His yeah, I mean, because what sets him apart? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he he was, you know, a prized gay man back in the UK back in 1993. Apparently, right. an attractive young man. His name is Anthony Morley, and he was convicted in 2008 
for brutally murdering his boyfriend, Damien Oldfield. And I believe Damien Oldfield was like a journalist or a news reporter or something. He, he was also v- fairly well known back in 93 as well, uh, back in that era, the 90s, basically. Um, I also wanted to note that Morley was also a trained chef alongside his modeling career, so keep note of that. So he was very familiar with the techniques used in cutting and filleting and properly cooker, pop, properly cooking different meats. So Easy for you to uh, say. Yeah, I know. I've just had <laughs> such issues with stuttering lately. It's embarrassing. Um, uh, right. So story has it that one night after Morley and Oldfield finished watching Brokeback Mountain, Brokeback Mountain, um, Morley slit Oldfield's throat, then proceeded to stab and dismember him. And this was his boyfriend. It's not just some random stranger that he picked up on the street. This was his boy- boyfriend. So he clearly had some mental issues behind all of this. I mean, anybody who's going to eat another person, something's not right. But that's not the worst part. So get ready for this. He then went on to season the flesh with herbs and oil and fried it. So <laughs> he fried it to his liking and consumed it. That's so freaking gross. So he not only basically prepared the meat of his dead boyfriend, he took the time to properly prepare it with some nice herbs and oil and then began to fry it, you know, a delicacy, and eat it, you know, fresh from the bone. Gross. So, yeah, not appetizing in the slightest for me, at least. Um, Not only was that disgusting, but apparently after he finished consuming his now dead boyfriend's flesh, uh, he then moseyed on over to a nearby kebab shop, drenched in his boyfriend's blood, and told them he had killed someone who tried to rape him. Like, seriously, what the hell? <laughs> he, he basically used an excuse of somebody trying to rape him to basically slaughter him. And it wasn't even true. He just ripped his boyfriend to shreds, ate his boyfriend, and he's just a despicable person. So, gross. Yeah, I don't think he thought it, it through the whole alibi thing. No. No, not at all. So, the fourth one, up next we, yeah, belching and burping and lip smacking all over the place. How was that? Mm -hmm. That's some good meat. So, um, uh, up next we have a horrific case. And by horrific, I mean horrific. Because it's involving a complete piece of dog shit. So, you're ready. And... You will learn throughout these episodes that I, along with I'm sure most people, freaking hate pedophiles. They are the lowest form of crap on the face of this earth, and I wish all bad things to happen to every single pedophile because they literally piss me off. I have kids, so obviously I'm very protective of them. So this next one, it was a pedophile murderer and self-loving cannibal by the name of Albert Fish. Albert Fish fish. Uh, And he coined the nickname the Gray Man. He was arrested and executed in 1936, so this is a very older case. A very old case. So he was was arrested and executed the same year. According to the article, yeah. Yeah, according to it. Thank God. Yeah, well, see, that's the the good old days. Yeah, they didn't mess around. They're like, you know what, you're a piece of crap. Here you go. You're you're executed. Um, And he was was executed... Uh, he was executed for the gruesome murder, murders of at least eight children. So his target was children. And that's what makes this one. I think this is just one of the worst cases yeah. because of what he targeted. Basically, what Fish did is he tortured, murdered, and ate a 10-year-old girl. This is the one that became most well-known. Uh, this was back in New York, again, back in the 1930s. And uh, this is what he was caught and arrested for due to the letter he had wrote to the family 
he wrote a letter. He took the time after he murdered and consumed this little girl, and he took the time to write a letter basically disclosing to the family how much he enjoyed killing and eating their daughter. I mean, how disgusting is that? He took the time to do this. Not only was he a despicable skid mark among society, bonus points for anybody who can find the quote, your blank is a skid mark on the underpants of society. Bonus points. That's a funny Carbuncle on the ass of humanity. Yes. He's just a complete turd. Um, right. But he actually claimed to have either murdered or eaten a child in every single one of the U.S. states. So he basically tooted his own horn. He was like, oh, well, you caught me, but guess what I did? I killed a kid in every single state. So take that. Like, basically just crapping on society, just telling them that he didn't care what he did. He was proud of what he did, and, you know, I'm glad he was executed. So, yeah. yeah. and should have burned him at the stake. Close. They executed him by electric chair, so he didn't go easy. Thank God. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I highly doubt he. <laughs> yeah, just like uh, uh, what is that? Green Mile. We're coming back 360 here. We're coming back to yep. another episode. Yeah, yeah, going back to that old one of the worst ways to die. Yeah. So, um, this last one, and this one is very well known. I'm sure many people listening have heard of this case. They've made movies after it. Uh, there's a song by the band Ramstein, which is a German band called Mindchild basically talking about this case because it's it's a german cannibal killer so it's it's it was obviously very well known back in germany and uh it's basically well known everywhere as far as i know this is one of the first cases i ever heard about of a cannibal killer so besides um dahmer but for my last cannibal killer and this one i say for last since it's one of the most foul and also well known and his choice of victim you be the judge if you think the the victim deserved it or not. I, I don't want to say deserved it, but if he, you know, he's kind of at fault too. And we'll go into that. So basically, it's the case of Armin Miaus, Mises. I, I can't pronounce it. You know, I, I I am German, but I don't know how to pronounce this dude's last name. <laughs> yeah, Armin Mises. Mises. Yeah. So basically, this another turd of a human being. But he was, he was a little bit more honest about it. He came up front and told people what it was all about. Basically, he was a German cannibal who posted an ad online uh, looking for a partner who he could ultimately kill and cannibalize. So I'm sure most people have heard about this. He put out, yep, he, he, was, he was looking to eat some D. Um, back to the story. Uh, as if he wasn't <laughs> demented enough, who in their right mind would actually offer to be killed and eaten? So not just was the killer messed up, but also the victim. So, and we'll get into that. So, who was that brain-dead, soon-to-be-actually-dead victim, you ask? His name was Mr. Bernd Jürgen Bronzes. <laughs> Bernd Jürgen Bronzes. Something like that. Yeah. And, yeah, hey uh, there. He, <laughs> he, he was that hopeless victim, that hopeless romantic, who just wanted a relationship with Mr. Mivas. And, you know, if you haven't caught on, they were also homosexuals. They wanted to have a romantic relationship. One wanted to be... Uh, the cannibal in their disgusting role play and the other wanted to be the you know the eaten the victim so basically brands brandes brands responded to my ad and agreed to plan and agreed to the plan of being killed and eaten uh they went back to um they went back to my home where he proceeded to basically sever his victim's penis cook it and then they both attempted to eat it together 
And I don't remember the name of that movie I was mentioning, but it, it is a German, I believe it's an independent film. They go into very graphic detail. It looks very, uh, very real. It shows him cutting off the guy's penis, the guy peeing through his little urethra. <laughs> And then he throws it in a frying pan, they cook it up, seasons it a little bit, and then they both sit there trying cutting it and eating it. And yeah, basically the victim couldn't finish it. Um, But my, my, my. (laughs) Go figure. That's a good one. Uh, All right. So so gross. But basically, uh, the cannibal in this case, I'm not going to keep pronouncing their names because I'm probably butchering them as it is. Yeah. (laughs) Get it, butcher? (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. Myviz finished the job by stabbing Brands to death, then began dismembering his body into sections, and he froze the sections for later meals. Yeah. And then, (laughs) uh, (laughs) we're having a little too much fun with these sound effects. Um, Upon his arrest in December 2002, uh, investigators estimated that Myviz had consumed around 45 pounds of his victim's body. That is so gross. Oh, yeah. so gross. Yeah, but that's um, a lot. It's a lot of meat. A lot of meat. That's like half of, well, I don't want to say half of my body. Like, yeah, I don't, no, I'm not sure. So I'm not even going to go. It's, mean, a, it's a lot of meat. So, yeah. yeah, he was a hungry man from Germany. But I also wanted to throw an extra one in here. I don't remember the story. I don't remember the guy. But basically, <clears throat> he was one of those... Um, small business owners who had like a little food cart and so he would walk around with his pork <laughs> his pork steak yeah you know, know where this is going this oh i'm going into it i'm going don't, into don't, it yeah don't say italian beef don't say italian, no, not italian beef, beef. i don't want to hear that okay good so anybody who likes their barbecue pulled pork sandwiches please no. avert your ears because you'll probably want to vomit or hey if you know, you know if you're sitting here eating your pulled pork sandwiches then by all means join us um so basically, this guy, I don't, I, I don't have it written down. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. I don't remember specifics. But basically, um, he had his own little uh, meal cart. He would, you know, he was very well known for his barbecue pork. Everybody loved them. They thought it was like some of the best in the area. And what he would do is he wanted to be a vigilante and basically rid the streets of what he considered human filth. So he would go kill prostitutes. He would kill homeless people. He would kill, you know. People, yeah, kill people who were drug addicts, people who he deemed were unfit for society. So he thought he was doing the world justice. What he would do, he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't want to bury the bodies. He used that meat. He put it to good use. He would basically chop up the bodies, sever the meat, mix that in with his pulled pork, and serve it to his customers. And this is the guy who was notorious for his delicious pulled pork sandwiches. You know, and I'm not, I'm not a pulled pork. I mean, I kind of like pulled pork, but after hearing that, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, never again. Yeah, it'll be a long no. time before I eat that again. Oh, yeah. man, I don't, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, they they say that actually, pig and human meat taste very similar. I mean, to start I off, I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not a big ham or pork or you know fan of any not, sort. I'm kind of a bacon so, guy, though. I don't want to hear nothing negative about that. There. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably cut human meat up a certain way and fry it up, and it'll be just like bacon. Bring home mm-hmm. the bacon yeah. fried up in a pan. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. <laughs> For most of these cannibal killers, they literally brought home the bacon and cooked it up yeah. and ate it. Yeah, so. and then butchered it at the table, <laughs> evidently. Ugh, God. But 
Yeah, that's my killers. What do you have for us today, you? <laughs> well, <laughs> let's see here. I've got the uh, Yorkshire Ripper, obsessed Stephen Griffiths, butchered and ate prostitutes, three prostitutes, <laughs> mind you, back in, uh, what was that, 2010, I'm sorry. Missed it for a second there. And uh, self-styled crossbow cannibal, idolized serial killer Peter Sutcliffe. He even filmed some of his crimes at his house in Bradford, which he dubbed the Slaughterhouse. Okay, and then that's, you know, just saying, that's pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Twisted Killers. We're preparing for Halloween them. here with these sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> up their bodies before cooking and eating their flesh. And if that, if that doesn't get you hungry, I don't know. Yeah, what will? <laughs> the prey of Griffith told cops eating his victims was part of the magic. Oh, he was convicted God. of the murders of Susan Rushworth, 43, Shelley Armitage, 31, and Suzanne Blamiers, 36. Okay, that's pretty disgusting all in all um, yeah next one Luca Magnata sparked an international yeah. manhunt after he butchered his gay lover Lynn June the twisted hmm. killer uploaded footage of himself repeatedly stabbing <laughs> okay that's not funny I'm not, I'm not laughing at that I, I just wasn't prepared for that actually uh, yeah repeatedly <laughs> stabbing uh I lost my place here. His victim with an ice pick. And yeah. then, dismembering him, <clears throat> uh, performing acts of necrophilia. Uh, Canadian cops saw a more extensive version and said cannibalism had been performed. Yeah. Yeah. Magnata then sent parts of the body uh, to political parties and schools in Canada. He was eventually arrested in a Berlin internet cafe while reading stories about himself online. Okay. <laughs> he was just proud of his work. He yeah, his Magnata was nap. sentenced to life imprisonment in Canada in 2014. Now, how does a guy like that, okay, how does a guy mm -hmm. like that not get the death penalty? I, I don't understand. That's I don't know. pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about this kind of crap That's before. Insane. It kind of bugs me. Okay, yeah. here's the next one. Rudy Eugene stunned the world when he stripped naked and ate a homeless man's face off in the streets in Miami. And, this is uh, another one I heard of, yeah, regarding the bath salt. Yeah, one. it was kind of the bath salt one, right, right. Yeah. And uh, his victim survived the attack but was left badly disfigured after a crazed Eugene ate both his eyes and other parts of his face. Uh, Eugene was believed to have been on the drug bath salts when he committed the brutal attack. He was shot dead by police after he stripped Ronald Papo naked and started biting his face. Ugh. Okay. Sounds like he was uh, out yeah. for a meal. What the hell's in bath salts? That's, you know... I mean, I don't know. Apparently, it turns that happened a couple different times. Not that specific crime, but pretty weird mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, yeah. 
like in a like in a one month period, I remember like there was three episodes or something, and uh, mm. hopefully they just ban the stuff. So yeah, uh, let's see. Peter, I think Bryan it can be made murdered. at home though. Basalt, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah like it could be <laughs> kind of like Breaking Bad style. You can concoct it. Um, Sounds like we've got another show on our hands. Yeah, that's all. Dun dun dun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Peter Bryan murdered Brian Cherry, hacked off both his arms and one of his legs, fried his brain in butter. In fe- uh, <laughs> excuse me, February two thousand four. You know what that made me think of just now? You know the I can't remember which Hannibal Lecter movie it is. Silence of the Lambs, I think, the original. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're where he's picking up the guy's brain, and the guy's like, man. Mm, that was that Ray Liotta, right? Yeah. Uh, I think this so. This great. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw it, I was with the kids, and I was giggling, because I know it's so morbid and disgusting, but the fact that, one, he's cooking this dude's brain up, and not, and then feeding it to the same guy. And yeah. he's sitting there laughing. And he's it. talking. Yeah, good. yeah, he's talking. I remember you, <laughs> yeah, bringing that one up before. So that's... Yeah. That's, <laughs> Gross. Okay, great. That's a nice one. <laughs> Brian has Moving spent on. several years in prison for another murder, but mental health experts eventually decided he could be released on a community order. That was a good idea. Yeah. Nine weeks later, right. he was sent out to Broadmoor he murdered another patient. Oh, nice. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> no. Jesus. Now, this this You're last wrong. one, I have actually seen a movie based on this dude, and he mm-hmm. was from uh, Ukraine. Andre Chikatilo, or is wow. it Chikatilo, befriended his victims before raping, killing, eating them for his sexual pleasure. Uh, nice. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, 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 the Ukrainian serial killer confessed to murdering and mutilating more than 50 people. Well, that's, you know. Following one of the largest operations in Russian police history, he was arrested and executed in Rostov in 1994. Okay, now that one's, that one's pretty clear that they arrested and executed him in the same year. Instantly, um, yeah. They're like, we're not messing yeah. around with this dick, you know. Yeah, we've got to get, get we've got to get back to that kind of justice, folks. <laughs> yeah, for people uh, who do disgusting things like this, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, raping, killing, and eating them for his sexual pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. That's yeah. That's it's over the top. Mm-hmm. It's over the top. So. That's all I've got. Uh, there was, I tell you, we need to do more episodes on these weird kind of things. Because oh, yeah, I planet. saw one out the there. Whole list of stuff to so, go Like over. the weird serial killer thing. Because yeah, it's, uh, it's like a treasure trove. Tre- treasure. <laughs> that's easy for me to say. It's a treasure trove <laughs> of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's And I don't think anything is beneath us here. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, Nothing is beneath yeah. us on this show, folks. Nope. Okay. Nope. As you can tell, we uh, dove deep into the sickness that is cannibalism. And we hope you guys enjoyed for the most part. Hope you didn't barf all over the place, blow some chunks all over. You know? Yeah. If you're enjoying a nice pulled pork sandwiches, you keep doing you. You keep enjoying that pork ham yeah. human sandwich, you, you silly person, you. 
Yeah, just remember, <laughs> we, we're right behind you. Yeah. Ugh, so, anyways, that's all we have for today, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye! Bye! Busy schedules or parenting life getting in the way of a good read? I hear ya! With such crazy work hours and taking care of the kids, it's near impossible to sit down, let alone take some time for myself and read a good book. That's where I've turned to Audible. Audible is an audiobook subscription service that lets me choose a new audiobook each month, and any additional books after that are offered at discounted prices in comparison to the retailers. There's a book for everyone, from fiction, nonfiction, fantasy, biographies, self-help, you name it, Audible's got it. And if you click on our link in the description box below or visit http colon double forward slash www.audibletrial.com forward slash depth of darkness, once you sign up, you'll get your first audiobook for free. That's awesome. Audible makes returns and exchanges effortless. So if you bought a book by accident or absolutely hated the book, no problem. Audible will work with you to return or exchange for a book you'll love. So click on the link below and take advantage of this awesome deal.